0: Hi! Just real quick before we get into the episode, we here at 1D4 Brain Cells feel it might be pretty important to issue a couple of trigger warnings. You can find out what exactly those are in the description, and I won't mention them here as not to spoil anything. But before we move on, I'd like to take a moment to let y'all know why we've included these elements into our story. We're all adults here at 1D4 Brain Cells, and we'd like to tell an adult story, Sometimes that means touching on things that aren't fun, and sometimes touching on things that are really uncomfortable. None of this is meant to be played for shock value, it is simply a narrative that we'd like to explore. If these things are too much for you, or you don't feel comfortable continuing to listen to this episode, we understand, and there will be a recap in the beginning of the next episode to help you catch up. Thank you for listening, and without further ado, enjoy the episode.
1: Hi! 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 Welcome. To one D four brain cells, where four randomly generated idiots try to fight God
2: and lose.
1: Three randomly generated idiots today. True. True. If you didn't notice, there's a little pause in there. It's because, unfortunately, Stump will not be here tonight. It's as he is fucking dead. Grace Fire Brothers moment. Let's hey go yo. Yeah, no, Jerick, uh had some shit come up. Anyways, uh, he so, cannot be here. He cannot be here. And you know that's just the reality of D and D sessions. You know it hasn't happened yet, but to those who aren't experienced with D and D sessions, shit like this happens constantly—scheduling conflicts and all that. Hence, the reason there might have been a little delay, yeah,
0: in the last uh, few weeks.
1: Shout out to us. Oh yeah. So my bad. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, uh, I mentioned it at the beginning of last episode. Yeah, just editing shit. Came up, and I had to basically restart the entire project. And, you know, sucks to suck. It'd be like that, though. Yeah. Luckily, we should be back on our schedule, and I think we have
0: some treats coming up. Bonus.
1: Yeah, some bonus shit. So, after this one, there should be an episode next week with a bonus episode. Just a little one-shot, either with or a separate story. Um, set in this setting. So, how's y'all's day going? I worked. You
0: worked. I slept till like noon today, and then... I did that too. Basically, uh, did not do much.
2: While y'all were out here doing nished, I was out (laughs) making moves.
1: Bro, Elden Ring has fucked me over.
2: (laughs) Just get good at life.
1: I'm trying.
2: I'm trying. Not hard enough, evidently. Have I played to...
1: I checked my uh my schoolwork for the first time in a week. Come on, Five man! Five missing assignments.
2: Girl, you pay for it's those. It's
1: mind classes. Tap. It's mind tap. There's like okay. a million other shit. It'll even out. Nope, okay. won't.
2: The zeros hurt your grade a lot. I don't fucking care. You should.
0: It's mind tap. Those yeah, are do. usually only like half your grade. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: You only are forever missing out on like eight percent of your of half your grade. Oh well, I still have
1: a three 0. That's All I care about.
3: Anyways, so speaking of
2: 3.0. three oh
1: three. Three,
2: 3. losers should probably talk about our homebrews of the week. Yes, oh. the,
1: what's it called again?
2: Homebrew of the week. Oh, is that what we're calling I don't it? I fucking
1: know. Last episode we called it like Wiggle of the Week or I don't something. Fucking remember Wiggle of the Week? The Wiggle of the Week. The Wiggle I of the Week. I hate Fruit that.
3: Salad. <laughs> Yummy yummy yummy.
1: So And we've been (laughs) copyrighted.
2: Shout out to the Wiggles for not suing us Shout out to
1: my boys You know We kiss on occasion And make fruit salad
2: Shout out to Anthony Field Jeff Fat Greg Page And Lachlan Gillespie Shout out to those four specifically. Those are the first four people listed on The Wiggles members. And allow me to extend an invite to come over to
0: my place and toss my fruit salad anytime you want.
2: Speaking of tossing salad, I think I'll go first in the homebrew of the week. Um, I've been developing a system for a D and D five e dating sim
4: Ooh, that I'm oh, gonna run shit. on
2: the podcast. Yep. it's getting cu- so basically the 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 plot of it is that they are going to be playing waifus, and I am going to be. Like, the desirable main character-kun, who they have to seduce through a series of skill challenges and combat encounters.
1: Peyton's gonna have the time of his life with this shit.
2: I believe that there's already some claims to, like, the anime girl archetypes as well. I heard Smithium wanted to play the tsundere.
0: I do want to play the tsundere. It's
1: I not was... like I like you or anything, uh, but uh, uh, <laughs> Yo, no moaning on the podcast, all right? Oh,
0: <laughs> damn. Shit. <laughs> no, I hereby uh, renounce my place in this
1: podcast. Oh, I we're have to all leave. quitting.
2: I, if I can't moan, what's it for?
1: I was thinking of doing, like, the bully. I don't even know what the name for it is, but, like, the bully waifu, but I don't know.
0: That's the that's the, tsundere, that's, the that's one that what? makes
1: fun of you and, like, is mean to you. Fucking
2: loser. I would never oh, love
1: you. Oh, shit. Okay. That's a tsundere. Sorry, I... What's that fucking... Sim, uh, that simulator that one guy what, made. Yandere was Yandere, Sim? Yandere, that's what I was thinking. That's Yandere? What I was thinking. Oh,
0: the insane one. Yeah. Not me exposing myself shout and my to amount Yandere, of Dev. anime <laughs> knowledge.
2: Shout out to Yandere Dev, I no. hope he's doing okay. No, fuck, no, fuck <laughs> <him. shout
1: out. laughs> I hope he's doing terrible. Fuck him and his cum
2: chalice, to all. okay?
1: <laughs> if you <laughs> ever alone. supported him, I'm sorry, you've been ripped off. To all bitches who have made Yandere Simulator, I wish a very fuck you have a bad day. Well,
0: to the volunteers working on that game, good on you. But I'm sorry, you should sorry. not be working for that piece of shit.
1: Apologies.
2: Shit got real last episode.
0: <laughs>
1: yeah, a
2: little I bit. I almost
0: died like four times. Why are we doing homebrew of the week? <laughs> oh yeah, fuck. <laughs> I-, I was
1: just going into talk show mode. Do you want me to go next? Uh, yeah, I <gasps> don't know what I'm gonna say yet. Yeah, I'm sure I'll think of something. So... Fun fact, also I'm stepping in for uh, the absent member today, but you may remember last week Mr. Peyton here mentioned that he makes homebrews and subclasses. Well, fun fact, last week I made a subclass for one of the enemies.
2: Didn't you make one for multiples? Or was it
1: just the ringleader? I made just one and it was for the ringleader. And I got to use...
2: None of it. Oh yeah, <laughs> except we, for one. Because I killed him in like two turns. Because <laughs> he killed him in two turns. And the, and didn't the thing he did not even work? Because I saved.
1: Yeah. Uh. So his whole move set, he was a wizard, and his subclass I labeled just the ringleader of the Bone Circus. And the whole idea was that it was going to run off of having effects of madness placed upon you. So the more effects you had on you, the stronger you essentially were. And it's really cool, or at least I thought it was going to be really cool, and it wasn't balanced at all because it was just going to be like a one-time NPC that they fought, so I was like, hey, whatever. But I still like that idea of having a class that runs off of essentially having these negative effects placed upon you so that... You you
2: should make like a full class out of it.
1: Yeah, I probably... Will, if I wanted to put in the time, I'll
2: play it in the next campaign if you make it. Wink, wink. (laughs) Because
1: it was also going to be thematic because, you know, it's the fucking Victorian England and there's supposed to be some Eldritch shit, but we haven't gotten to any of it yet.
2: Something homebrew next.
1: Next campaign. Next campaign. Yeah. I'm
2: thinking about doing a Pugilist, honestly.
1: Pugilist seems pretty fun.
2: But I might make my own subclass for Pugilist because I don't really like any of them other than the squared circle, and I don't want to play the squared circle.
1: Speaking of pugilists, I know that was mentioned last episode, but the strongman is also a pugilist, fun fact. The strongman's going to... Did we... Did I don't even
2: remember if we killed him.
1: No, you didn't.
2: Oh, he's going to kill us. He's going to be our like our BBEG. We'll see.
1: So the actual abilities of this subclass. So the first one, this one I believe came up One of you, oh no, it was Stump. Stump attacked the strong man. Ringleader. I meant to say ringleader. Any mention of Stump attacking the strong man is the ringleader. And the strong man was able to pull someone that was in the circus in front of him to take the hit. And that only really applies to people in the circus because the subclass was made around being in the circus. But there was also some other ones where when he attacked someone, I believe they had to make a wisdom save and... If they failed it, they would have gotten an effect of madness. Which, by the way, I fucking hate the long-term madness effects in the DMG. The what? The indefinite madness. The indefinite madness because it's such simple shit. It's literally like you're an alcoholic, you have trouble sleeping. Nah, bro, I want to be fucking like hearing voices and shit, seeing an eldritch god in the sky, being able to talk to it.
2: One of them is literally just I discovered I really like killing people.
1: Yeah. I well, like don't like the way people
2: judge me all the time.
1: Like, it's literally, ju- it should be called indefinite quirkiness, because that's what it is. Indefinite quirks. Yeah, a little quirk, you know. I like to kill I people. I find it hard
2: to care about anything that goes on around I me. I kill a little
1: guy, Where take is? a skin. I kill
2: a little guy, I take a skin. I kill
1: a little guy, I take a skin. But the short-term ones, I think, are a lot better. Uh, Like, one of them is, like, you live in constant fear, or, like, you feel like you're being watched constantly. Here, I'll see if I can find some real quick but um like here we go short term madness let me roll just a random d10 okay we got a 2 so oh no it's a d100 hold up
2: fucking loser
1: i am so stupid guys my bad okay that's a 47 so with the 47 the character begins babbling and is incapable of normal speech or spell casting that one's all right let's do another one so if I get a 52, the character must use his or her action each round to attack the nearest creature. But that could, be, that could be twisted into something else. It's like every time you come within like five feet of someone, roll like a wisdom save. And if you fail, then you have to attack them. Or like maybe if they get close enough and you fail that, you instead of seeing them as who they are, they turn into this like flame demon or whatever. But instead, indefinite madness. Let me roll a d100 real quick. Let me 77. 77 gets me. I'm convinced that powerful enemies are hunting me and they're. Oh, no, oh wait. Actually, no, that one's not bad. <laughs> Hold on. Bad example. But like some of these, I've discovered that I really like killing people. I find it hard to care about anything that goes on around me. I keep whatever I find. It's just kind of like, I don't know. I find that kind of bland. I feel like it should be more like. More magical, I guess. But this just seems too... What's the word? I don't know. It feels like too much of just like adding a personality trait to your shit. I think of madness in terms of shit like Call of Cthulhu madness or Bloodborne madness where you start to see these fucking amigadalas on clock towers and shit. And you see doorways that are that weren't there before and shit like that. But yeah, he was based around having effects of madness placed upon him and other people. Which he had abilities where he would just uh, apply madness to himself. And then his last ability, I will not mention... Well, no, yeah, his last ability was pretty cool. It had like three different things you could do. You'd use an action and then... Basically, you could apply madness to people within a certain radius as long as they fail a DC save, which by the way, the way the DC worked is that the more madness you had, the higher the DC. And then... um, That's a
0: cool ability, making someone's DC go higher. Yeah. Like insane they get.
1: Yeah. That's cool. That's what I thought. And then another one was uh, summoning a thing that I'm not going to talk about, which maybe I'll be able to talk about in one day, but... One day. One day. Maybe you'll get that poster made. Yeah, because I... (laughs) I made it specifically so we can get a poster made. And then it didn't didn't happen. (laughs) D&D, am I right?
0: So my homebrew, um, I was going to talk about uh, a rule I make in my games, but I think I'm going to go ahead and shout out these people. Um, So Tome of Beasts 2 is a book I recently bought, um, and I liked it enough that I bought uh, Tome of Beasts 1 and it is basically just an extended monster manual made by Chris Harris, Dan Dillon, Rodrigo Garcia Carmona, and Wolfgang Bar. Um and I fucking love these books. Um they're much better than the original Monster Manual even though the original Monster Manual is okay. I wouldn't say it's bad. Uh it has a lot of flavor. For monsters, but what I like about Tome of Beasts is it takes a lot of normal monsters and then just kind of flavors them. So, um, for example, in Tome of Beasts two, there is uh, this lich-like matriarch, and she's just like a really cool twist on the normal like undead, insane lich. She like has kept like her humanity (laughs) and. Her sanity. I have no clue what these two are doing,
1: but they're making it very hard
2: to concentrate. (laughs) He's messaging
1: me stuff.
2: I'm saying cough into the mic.
1: Cough if yes. That's what he sent me. I'm not going to tell you what. It's the context. You don't get context, you motherfucker. Fuck y'all. Anyway, (laughs) um,
0: another thing I like about Tome of Beasts is that it fucking comes in paperback, which is something I hate that uh like Wizards of the Coast I know you're not listening but if you fucking are start making your books in paperback or at least give us the option to that's
2: that's why we should do Pathfinder books come in soft cover we should just I think we should do a Pathfinder game on the podcast
1: I after this campaign I want to start ditching like the original roles and either add on a bunch of new ones or just a completely different system Yeah,
2: I would like to do 5e that would be cool not 5e Pathfinder 2e
1: yeah but be cool. I, w- I will
2: play a gunslinger. I'm just <laughs> we, making that very known that I will be playing a gunslinger.
1: And it'd be cool too, because since it would be my first time learning it, would it be yours? Pathfinder? I, yeah, I, I I've never played, played it. You have, but I've also played Starfinder. We would, we should do Starfinder. That would also be pretty cool. I would cool. love to I run think, a Starfinder game. I think that would also be really good for just like episodes. Cause then all of us, including the audience would be learning. Yeah. Yeah.
0: But yeah, uh, I really like these books because they come in paperback and they make it real easy to read at the table. Like uh, Curse of Strahd Revamped, uh, which is a pretty cool bundle. I think I can recommend it if you don't have Curse of Strahd. If you already have it, don't borrow it. That's not worth it.
2: It just comes yeah. with like a tarot deck and a DM screen extra, right?
0: Yeah. but one And the DM screen is really cool, I should say. But If I
2: ever run Strahd, I'm going to try to borrow it from you.
0: Oh, do it. Uh, but what I love about Curse of Strahd Revamped is that the book is fucking paperback, and it's so much easier to be at the table and just scroll through paperback than it is hardback. Um, Also, go watch Daniel Green's video on it, but uh, paperback books last longer than hardcover books, so fuck Um, y'all. That's the end. (laughs) Also, paperbacks are just cheaper. Yeah.
1: yeah, Bro, that is my main... That's why I don't have... I have, like, maybe four or five D&D books. I have The Necessities, which is honestly... you don't need the DMG or the monster manual. I'm just going to be straight up. You could just find that shit online. Yeah. So easy. It's free. But I
2: own I own several.
1: But I also own You've been collecting it over the years though, right? Yeah,
2: I've played 5E since like 5E was coming out.
1: Yeah. I started playing D&D like maybe 2 or 3 years ago. Yeah,
2: I've been playing 5E since like the player's handbook came
1: out. Yeah, and every
2: book is like 60 fucking dollars.
0: Oh. Yeah, another cool thing about Tome of Beasts is that if you get the paperbacks, uh, you can get both of them for $25 a piece. That is over 800 custom D&D monsters for $50. Okay. Fucking beautiful.
2: Speaking of monsters, wait, wait, wait. I'm getting a call. Hello? Hello? Wait, you want us to roll the intro?
4: oh Oh, shit shit. oh shit
1: hold on that's our producer okay guys we got to start rolling all right uh, Uh,
3: last time on mysteria the gang finally fought the Bone Circus. However, they proved to be a much tougher phone than they originally thought. Rowan and Stubb barely got out with their lives and Victor was kidnapped. Rowan and Stub ran to the church where Uriel, Rowan and Victor's uncle, is the priest at However, something was different with Rowan. His vampire traits began to come into fruition as he had finally feasted on some blood. After a conversation with Uriel, who healed them and buffed them, they went back to the Bone Circus to save Victor and proceeded to do so. However, Victor b- did some sketchy shit. Anyways, we don't have to talk about the specifics. What kind of mysteries are going to be a Mysteria today?
1: You guys are home and Stump isn't there.
2: What? It was... Did no one make sure Stump made it home? No. He'll be fine. I need to sleep.
1: Yes, it's really late. Deborah's not there. You guys go into your the building you guys live in, and I'm not going to do the bit, but the you, take like, you, you take 50 fucking turns, and then you find the <laughs> shitty old sign hung up that I don't remember if it's fixed or not. It S- is. Stump fixed it. Yeah. No longer cattywampus. <laughs> it's...
2: Fuck you, cattywampus is a word.
1: You walk up, and the sign has a uh, tiny dick drawn in the corner now.
2: Motherfuckers, we paid good money for that lumber. Don't they know how expensive plywood is these days? I just want to go to fucking bed. Bed. Neither of us own a bed, Victor. (laughs) So, are we going to talk about how you stabbed a circus freak in the eye?
0: Uh, Victor just goes over and is, like, sitting on a stool by his lab and is just, like, leaning his head up against his hand. What about it?
2: Stabbed a circus freak in the eye to, uh, remove her identity. Shit it. I feel like that's a bit excessive in the means department. She was insane. I'm beginning to question your sanity myself. It's kind of a common practice where I studied. What, translobotomies or whatever they're called? Lobotomies in general.
0: The mind's a tricky thing.
2: So just removing all individuality from it is the natural conclusion? It starts someone
0: from step one.
2: Sounds more like step zero.
0: We can debate ethics.
2: I don't think there's much ethics involved in removing someone's spirits.
0: Evidently, I don't think it's very moral. Considering I used it as a torture technique. At which it is very, very effective.
2: Well, are we in the business of torture now? Is that our new MO? No, I guess not. I have the seeking suspicion we're going to have some officers of the law at our door tomorrow.
0: I got carried away. Is that what you want to hear?
2: I would like to hear you admit more you were acting out of character as opposed to getting carried away. That implies that that's well within your wheelhouse. I would like to think that my baby brother is not equipped to remove people's individuality.
0: I believe you might be under a misconception, Rowan, that that is the first time I have performed such a procedure. What do you think I studied while I was abroad?
2: Well, you made it seem to Mother and I like you were studying saving lives, not resetting them.
0: You're right. I studied medicine in general, but one of the things I attempted to study the most was the human mind. What makes it work? What parts of it do what? I became quite efficient at it.
2: So what, if our mother reaches a certain point of madness, you're just going to stab an ice pick through her eye?
0: No. None of the procedures I ever did worked. None of them ever fixed anybody, okay? They were probably worse off than they were before they came in. But it doesn't change the fact that I did it in some sort of attempt to save
2: my mother, Rowan. Is that why you don't charge people? Because you've ruined enough lives that you feel guilty. Answer honestly. That's not a dig at you. That's me curious.
0: I don't have a license here for a reason.
2: Did you ever have a license?
0: Not here. But I did. In, well, you know.
2: Not sure I do.
0: The country where I studied.
2: Which you've been awfully vague about since before you left.
0: Eh, you know. I'm sure you can put the pieces together on where it is. I'm trying to do better. That freak? I don't know. I hate to admit it, but she was good. She had spirit. She was just sick.
2: She had bloodlust, that's for sure. Not sure I'll ever get that dagger slime off of my shirt. My wrist still hurt. That gun has quite some kick to it. Victor just pulls out his gun and flips it around. I'm quite a fan of it. I still prefer crossbows, though. And Rowan will pull his out and kind of fiddle with it little quieter.
4: Look, I'm I'm sorry. I know.
0: You know, you gave me quite a shock today, too.
2: If you're referring to lunchtime... Is that what we're calling it? I'm trying to fight the urge to stake myself in the heart over it, so yes, we're calling it lunchtime for now. Especially around people who aren't you, Stump, myself, and Father Uriel.
0: Father Uriel knows? Yes. knows why does father yuri all know
2: because he saw the blood on my mouth when we went to go get his help to save you and he's the only family we have left that's not in an asylum victor oh he's rolling oh he's rolling he's rolling a dice he's a rolling a dice. oh he's
1: putting it in the dice tower the jenga tower
2: shout out to hunter's girlfriend's dad shout out shout out
1: Shut out, yeah.
0: Victor uh, gets up and he grabs some books from under his desk and he starts throwing them down. And he just starts staring Rowan down. You worked for the church, right?
2: Up until my accident, yes.
0: So the church is what sent you on that mission?
2: No. I sent myself on that mission. Father Uriel simply offered me the job.
0: I see. And he starts like flipping through some pages
4: on a book. I'm going to start working double time. Thank you. I don't think we'll have much time. Hey, Victor. Yeah? It felt... good. I feel like myself again. Oh, I guess... I guess that's
2: not so bad. Is it such a crime for me to... feed on those attacking us? Well, I... We're gonna kill them anyways. Then... Fuck, I don't know. But you, you saw me before today. I was wasting away.
0: You look like you've... I, I don't know if the... lighted it up is the word.
2: I have the color back in my flesh. I have a full face and my muscles have regained mass. It's like I'm brand new.
0: You need blood, right?
2: Yes. And it seems that human is the prerequisite. All
0: right. All right. It'll keep you alive and it'll keep you healthy until we can find a cure. They're going to die anyway. It doesn't matter.
2: Rowan is going to kind of pause and kind of look like he's like running equations in his head. Yeah, definitely. I'm glad you see it that way, too. As tired as I am,
0: and Victor starts putting some books and some other things into a little doctor's bag. (sighs) I've got to run some errands got some people to see and some things I need to buy for research purposes.
2: I think I'm going to get some shut-eye.
0: You should. I got plenty of sleep in the chair. And I don't know how late it is, but
1: Victor uh, starts to walk out the door. It's actually not that late. I'd say maybe close to like 11 or midnight.
2: Rowan is going to wait 10 minutes after Victor leaves and go out the window.
1: So Victor's making three stops. All right. Rowan's making two. Oh shit! Okay, so we'll jump. You're doing three. You're doing two. So So we'll do do you, 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 you. Yeah.
2: So Vic, Row, Vic, Row, Vic.
1: Yes. Okay.
0: Perfect. (laughs) First stop, I guess I need to go to is. Are there any like general stores open, real late? A real late night open
1: general store. You know, stores. it's like
2: it's, it's it's like a gas station. There's yes. a Seven Eleven
1: <laughs> down the stairs. 7 D Seven
2: Eleven.
1: Yes, there is a sketchy little in an alleyway general store, maybe like two blocks from where you live. All right, you've known it to be there, but you haven't really gone there before because you don't usually go out to shop this late. Okay, I would say. So I make my way there first. All right. You walk down the, uh, like, broken street. There's, like, cracks, stone, like, bricks that have popped out of their little fucking holes or whatever. And you enter into the alleyway. The moon is giving a very, like, it's dark in the alley, but you can still kind of, like, see the silhouette of things. And you go up to these old crooked cattywampus store and uh, Do you open it? Yep. Alright, you go right in You used the word. I did say cattywampus. It took me a
2: second to register cattywampus I
1: was wanting your reaction to it. That's the only reason I said it for you.
2: I learned it from watching you
1: <laughs> It's a pretty tight space it's narrow, but long, almost like a hallway, and there's some shit lined up on the shelves. Would you
2: say that the shelves are cat-cornered?
1: Peyton, what the fuck does cat-cornered mean? It's it's a variation of cattywampus. <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> fuck you.
4: You know what?
2: Fuck you. Fuck me? Fuck me? Yeah. Fuck you.
1: <laughs> oh, wait. Oh, wait.
2: Deadass? Yeah. Deadass
1: dead in there. <laughs> okay so you go in there's shit lined up on shelves there's a unbalanced what's the thing called like a bookcase that's like kind of leaning forward but then also like bobbing back into place you know and there's some additional shit on there and at the end of this narrow room there's just a dude chilling in a chair he's got like this like troopy clothes over him that's got hairs in it and shit and a hood on. Just kind of the sketchiest guy you can possibly imagine. And he's sitting there. He's leaning back in the chair, arms crossed, hitting a pipe with one of his arms raised. And he sees you enter and he's like, oh, 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 oh. And he sits back up. He looks down at the pipe still in his hand and then he quickly puts it in his cloak. Don't let me bother you. deadass (laughs) deadass <laughs> Yeah Pulls the pipe back out. Is he smoking weed? In. It's a pipe. I mean roll for weed Roll for perception to see what kind of weed he's smoking. Is it gas? Let's find out. <laughs> is it gas?
2: It's that black widow strain. That's a 21. It's that that's black widow strain. Is it All gas?
1: Is now that, let me roll.
2: It's that black widow strain. <laughs> I don't know if that's a strain or not. I don't weed. Yo, this shit's
1: ass. That, that's is garbage. That's some skunkweed. That's this some is, skunk weed. This is some my- mysterian ghetto
4: <laughs>
1: weed that
0: he's I I'm just like, hey, that's buddy, you place. shouldn't be paranoid. That shit's probably so weak it ain't even illegal. Bro,
1: I need something. I can't not go a day without it. Really? Yeah. I mean, it's for my anxiety. You know, grass is grass. Fair enough. Is he just
2: smoking lawn clippings? <laughs>
0: <laughs> Possibly. I um I just walk up to the counter and I'm like, hey, you got camping supplies?
4: Fuck you, you piece of shit.
2: I know what you're doing, you fat bastard.
1: Uh yeah, we've got some. And he's like looking around. Shit, do we have some? Hold on, and he's he goes under the desk, and he's, like, messing around. He moves a box to the side and pulls another box. Ah! And he pulls out this, like, shitty bedroll. Camping supplies, right? Is there so there stuff for a tent in there? I mean, we got... You, you, I can give you a blanket, but uh, if you're wanting, like, an actual camping tent, then I can't... I don't have that shit, bro. I just have the general stuff. The kind of shit that, you know, the I'll people right out in the to streets. The chase. Would. I
0: need a stake.
1: I'm not gonna ask questions. And uh, I wouldn't. he reaches under, not looking, and just quickly pulls a wooden stake out. How much? How much is a wooden stake? I feel like it can't be that much. I'll say like I was gonna say like five silver, maybe. I think it's less than that. Actually, yeah. I think one
2: silver. It has no cost written. No cost? Yeah, and I, I have one in my inventory. I will pay a copper for it.
1: <laughs> That's how much I'm willing to pay. I will take, for the stake, five copper, and then for the bed roll, uh, that can just be a silver. I don't need the... Fine, whatever. A
2: silver you, and you five bed copper? Roll. That would actually yep. improve our house a lot. Yeah, you'd have a... Well, I don't know how good it is. <laughs> it's a bed roll, though. The bed roll. Okay. And uh,
0: you seem to be a man of uh, means. (laughs) I know what's about to happen. Where'd you get that stuff?
1: Give me a persuasion check. What are you, fucking narc? Persuasion? I'm good at those. Goddamn. He's rolling good. Dirty 20, fucker. You do be rolling kind of good, though. Suck on my nuts. Suck on my nuts. hey. Hey. Yo, you, uh, you promised not to tell anyone? I'm looking to buy. Oh? Something a little bit stronger than what you got. Oh, yeah. My buddy. He sells it. His name is... is Dirty Steve. Hold up. Oh, fuck, what was it? Dirty Steve. His name is Hardcore Henry. (laughs) (laughs) His name's Henry. Fuck you. (laughs) It's pretty hardcore, some might say. Oh, Really? He actually lives in this area. You keep going down the street north and then about three alleys down, I believe. It's not a set up store like this place is, but it's his actual house and it's just a shitty wooden shack. Go up, knock four times on the door and then say, say, hey, I'm trying to go hardcore mode. Okay. Go hardcore mode like it's Terraria. What the fuck does that... I don't want to know.
4: Wait, is that the password?
1: I'll I'll think of something. Yeah, you'll think of something. I'm sure he'll he'll just let you in when you knock. So, Victor's going to put down his money,
0: and then... He swipes it so fast. All right. I'm headed out. I'm not going to visit your friend today, but... I have keen minds, so as long as I go there within a month,
1: I'll remember all the directions you told me.
2: (laughs) Fuck you, DM.
1: Oh, you read the DMG too? What? Sorry, my bad. And he hits a pipe again.
2: He's so woke, he knows he's in a tabletop game. Maybe
1: maybe that stuff's better than I thought. (laughs) Hey, Uh, sometimes the shittiest smell gives you the best effects. Victor turns around
0: uh, and begins walking off. And just goes. I'll see you around, buddy.
1: Adiós, por favor. Stay safe out d- there on the streets, yo. Peace out, homeboy. What the fuck? See oh, you I'm later, waiting. alligator. He walks out. <laughs> you could just hear like a muffled. Buenos dias, por favor.
0: And a wild crocodile. <laughs> hey yo! The Wait, I've never
4: heard that you. one before. <laughs> <laughs>
0: And then Victor begins making his way to Williams.
1: Oh, shit. Yeah, that's right. Okay. We cut from you.
2: So technically speaking. Rowan. How long did it take Victor? I'll so say like, would our tasks be getting done at the same time, hypothetically?
1: Possibly. His took, I would say, maybe 10 minutes.
2: Okay, so he's on the way there as I'm leaving. Yeah. I want to go to the asylum. All right. I didn't see.
1: I didn't see it either.
2: And Rowan is like navigating rooftops to get there quicker. He's a monster hunter. He
1: knows his way. I'd say give me a deck save, but what's your base deck? 18. 18. I think you're fine. Oh, wait. What's your strength as well?
2: 15. And I have a 35-foot walking speed. Yeah, that's true. And also, I have a climbing speed of 35 feet, and I don't need to use my hands to use it. Fuck. Like I'm a damper, baby. He's a gamer, boys. Also, I can walk walk upside down on ceilings. When the fuck did you get that? Whenever you let me change my race to damper, whenever I reached my certain point of vampirism. Oh, uh, that's right.
1: Oh, yeah, by the way, this is just my form of DMing. Usually when players are like, hey, I want to change something about my fucking character class or race or stats, I usually just fuck it. Oh, my stats have changed like four times already? Yeah, because... I didn't know you were open to that. We might be having a conversation after this game. (laughs) Yeah, because at least for like to a certain point, because we're pretty early into it and usually players will put their stats down and then once they actually have to use their stats is when they're like, oh, I wish I had this, oh, I wish I had that. And you know what? It's not fun playing a character who just has stats that you don't like, you know?
2: Like, I was not having fun with Rowan and the combats yesterday.
1: Yeah. And, like... Especially with, like, oh, this class sucks, can I switch it? And then sometimes I'll try to incorporate in the story, but if it's some like stats, I'm like, fuck it. Anyways, I'm, so...
2: I'm going to the asylum.
1: You're doing some parkour on <laughs> the buildings. I'm,
2: like, running on walls, too, because yeah. I can do that.
1: Some roof tiles get knocked up behind you, and they don't even seem to be, like, secured down in any way. Well, that's reassuring. And the walls... The walls are pretty well made. Some of them are a bit questionable, but for the most part, you get there pretty well. And you come up to this giant, like, Arkham Asylum-esque building with a rickety old iron gate at the entrance.
2: When I reach the door, Rowan is going to hesitate. May I enter?
1: The sound of blowing wind is all that you get in response.
2: Arona's going to like try to walk through the door and see what happens.
1: You walk through the door. (laughs) On the inside, there's a desk at the front where someone usually is. But since it's really late, no one's there. There's three hallways, one going forward to your right and to your left and the only light that you get is the glow of the moon coming in through the broken windows. And along in each hallway, there's some hospital like rollable beds with leather straps on the uh, railings of them, or you can assume to just be like the limbs of the person. And it's empty, dark, but you still feel like something's watching.
2: Rowan like, looks around. Do I, with Bloodhunter shit, detect anything nefariously non-Euclidean? You know, not of this plane?
1: As you enter in, you you don't feel it like, like you know how someone will watch you and you can almost feel where they're staring at? Mm-hmm. You don't feel it on your skin, but you feel it in your heart okay you know, you almost like skip a beat
2: <laughs>
1: but for the most part nothing else happens
2: okay I'm gonna walk to our mother's room
1: your footsteps echo and you turn a corner into the hallway that your mother's room is located and what's your passive perception I assume it to be kind of high right
2: eleven 11? I have a low.
1: Okay, well, give me a perception check. Wait, uh, or do you have dark vision? I do have dark vision. Okay. And I know it doesn't just light everything, but but I can see. Yeah, you can see the silhouette of a man, an old man, and he's moving back and forth, but you're able to make out that, although slow and rather rickety with his movements he's just mopping the floor
2: hello there friend he doesn't respond um hello um i'm looking for my mother uh loretta grayspire i believe she resides in this hallway
1: he doesn't respond in fact it's almost as if he'd never heard you
2: i'm I'm gonna walk towards him Uh, is your hearing addled friend um hello
1: No response. I'm
2: gonna grab him on the shoulder.
1: You grab his shoulder, and it's like there's no muscle, and then slowly he begins to turn towards you, and you see his face, and the skin of his face appears to have been sucked off, torn off like a paper towel, and his jaw hangs limp, yet his tongue still resides in his mouth.
3: Beretta.
1: And then he collapses to the ground.
2: Rowan like stumbles back. Mom?
1: No response.
2: I'm running to wherever the fuck her room is
1: you pass over the corpse and when you look back it's gone and then you enter into her room the creaking of the iron door echoing through the asylum you see at the end of the room by the window that peeks out to nothing but the wall of the building right next to it at the end of that is a chair where your mother sits staring out.
2: Hey mom.
1: She turns around slowly. Victor, is that you? Oh. And she gets up and waddles over and gives you a hug.
2: Rowan hugged her back gently, trying not to crush her.
1: I haven't seen you since you went out to school. I know mom. How's it been?
2: Um, Good. I've been learning a lot.
1: Really? Can you tell me about it?
2: Rowan will walk her through what Victor told him about Lovato.
1: She sits back in her chair and listens, listens very intently.
2: As I'm wrapping up, uh, has Rowan come to visit lately?
1: I don't think so. Rowan? Oh, Rowan. Fuck. I have... I don't think... I don't... I
2: don't remember. That's okay. I know it's hard sometimes. The
3: old age.
2: I know. But he's been ill lately. And uh, he wanted me to tell you. He loves you dearly.
1: Does he need medicine?
2: No. I, I've got it to
1: take. you know what yeah and she reaches to a table by her bed and grabs a pouch and gives it to you and you recognize it as the pouch that <laughs> he just sneezed into himself she hands you the pouch and you recognize the bag to be the same bag that stump gave you both
2: no mother you need that. Oh, I'm fine.
1: I have some great caretakers taking care of me.
2: Uh, can I? Can I roll Arcana? Sure. I, I get advantage, right? This is definitely arcane, extra planar, right?
1: Just roll normally. Oh,
2: fuck me! I'm hallucinating. That's cocked as shit. That's better. That's a d- d- dirty, filthy twenty.
1: Dirty, filthy twenty. You don't feel anything off about her, arcane-wise at least. Victor, I know you're not exactly the most religious, but I need to share this with someone. I think Thatra has been talking to me. Really? I've been having these dreams every night of a wheel, and... I think she's trying to tell me something, but I don't know what.
2: Well, Uncle always said she worked in mysterious ways. Uncle? Your brother, the priest.
1: Uriel. Yes, Yes. Yuri. Oh, Uriel, he, he visited me yesterday. Good. I think. Yes. Oh, Victor, I forgot to tell you. I think Uriel is trying to help me. I think, I think Uriel is going to take me out of this home. That's good. I haven't lived with him since, when? Since we were kids.
2: That's good, Mother. I think it'll be good for both of you.
1: Maybe we'll still ride our our bikes around the neighborhood. (laughs) Oh, I hope the view's pretty there. I guess nothing can beat this, though gestures to the window. Yeah, it's pretty. So, Victor. Oh, got a headache. But, Victor, do you think you know what Thatcher's trying to say?
2: <clears throat> Cairo religion.
1: Yeah.
2: Let me see if that's a thing to get advantage. It is.
1: Roll this advantage.
3: <laughs> Blood hunter go brr.
2: That would be the naturalist of
3: 20s. Holy sh.
2: <coughs> new, new row and dice,
3: baby. They're
2: pretty good. They're pretty fucking
1: sexy. Oh yeah. When the wheel appears in your dreams, it's usually Thatra calling you for help. And most of the time, it's pretty vague. If it's just the wheel, then she needs your help. If the wheel is turning clockwise. It's, or if the wheel is turning clockwise, it's usually someone calling for you. And if the wheel is turning counter, usually that means Thatra is requesting an offering.
2: All right, so so if it's turning clockwise,
1: if it's turning clockwise, someone is calling for you. And
2: turning counterclockwise, she wants an offer.
1: Yes, and if it's just the wheel stands still, it means it's. It can sway either way, but usually just means Thatcher needs your help with something.
2: Was the wheel moving, Mother?
4: Mm.
1: Hmm. Was (laughs) it? And then she's going to roll with disadvantage because her memory sucks. Oh. I guess I don't remember it that well. I don't remember if it was... No. No, it was moving.
2: Left I, or right? I don't. I
4: don't.
1: Oh. I was thinking...
2: You should get some rest.
1: But you're finally back from your school. I haven't seen you since then. I want to
2: spend...
1: Rest to is spend important.
2: time with you. I'll be back soon.
1: Yes, yes. Oh, I'm tired, and you put me to bed, Victor. You uh, you pick her up, and she's light as a feather, and then you put her back in bed. And she looks up, and almost like she's remembering something, but then closes her eyes and falls asleep.
2: Rowan is gonna shed one single tear. It disappears. And what I'm going to do is go towards the slums, But I'm going to pick a rooftop above the street that I know Victor usually frequents late at night and wait until I see him pass.
1: Okay, so you stand above Buttfuck Avenue and... We're going
3: to walk down down to Buttfuck Buttfuck Avenue. (laughs) And we can take it it tighter. Tighter.
2: We (laughs) can make it tighter. (laughs) Uh (laughs) So
0: Do you like it? Sex. It's a it's a song. But instead of instead of the regular lyrics, we do sex. sex.
4: sex. My ears are ringing. Oh.
2: Sorry. Yeah, so it... I wait until I see Victor walking back towards home. Alright. Victor.
4: I go I go William. I go William. how. <laughs> I go William. how.
1: Alright, you leave the alleyway of the general store that you were just at and make your way through the town to William's house and you pass by some beggars on the street who are asleep uh, just like curled up. You go to his house. It's the same rickety old wooden door. I forgot how I described it, but um William, yeah. I know it's late, buddy. Can I come in? You don't hear a response yet, but you do hear a, like the slight turning of gears in a, a very soft, like. <sighs> I just open, I creak open the door. You creak it open, it's not locked. There's no lock on the door. He can't afford that. And he's in bed, half awake, half asleep. And he has the uh, breathalyzer attached to his mouth. Hey, buddy. Mm. Give me a thumbs up uh, if you're doing all right. Mm. And he starts to wake up, and he gives a like a, a thumbs up, but it's like s- kind of sideways. Mm. You
0: woke me up. I'm sorry, buddy. Listen, I know I only operate at night, and that's really inconvenient, but. Yeah, just a little bit I
1: pull out from my doctor's bag some more herbs Oh I should keep you going for about another week He takes the herbs and he examines them Is there anything special with them Or is it just the same herbs It's just the same herbs Yeah. Listen buddy hmm. What And I pull out from my coat a little vial mm. It's empty Quince's eyes the. To- and then he reaches to his nice stand and gets his glasses looks empty to me it is but hopefully with your consent it won't be mm.
0: i need some of your blood
1: what the
0: fuck are you talking about i want it to run some tests and there i need to roll deception <laughs> starts to sit up in his bed
1: that is an 11 on deception He will roll insight. I forget his insight wisdom or okay. here is the uh, one dice tower into the microphone that we will do. You can probably still hear it in the background, but. Tests and you want to take an old man with breathing problems. Yes, look. Victor, I I trust you, but I'm going to be honest. This is probably the sketchiest uh, shit I have ever heard. I don't need much. You know, I don't have too many years behind me. Give me a persuasion check.
4: <laughs>
1: um, eight. And... I would rather not sacrifice those years. All right, For some little test. All right, I can respect that.
0: And he puts the vial back in his coat. I won't. I won't tell anyone. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah,
1: you've done a lot for me, and I appreciate that. I do my best. Now, can I? Uh, sorry to interrupt you. Can I go back to bed? Yes. Thank you. I
0: apologize. I get up and I just kind of try and quietly walk out. Get some
1: sleep. Stay safe. Stay stay healthy. You too. And he puts the breathalyzer back on.
2: My turn, my turn, my turn.
1: This. Okay, so you're perched up. I see him walking away, right? I was trying to think.
2: Because I'm trying to track down the house he's going to. Yeah. (laughs) Oh. You get there, bud? Something came out. This is where Hunter vomits. (laughs)
0: I vomited like twice since we started recording. There you go.
2: Gay,
1: I will toss that away. Sorry, I just coughed up your dad's cum that I ate. Okay. And Liam's dad's hot. (laughs) What?
2: (laughs) What are you saying? Did you say my dad's hot? Your dad has a thing that a certain type responds to.
1: Wait till you see my dad. He looks like John Cena.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so I go I go, I wait for Liam, well, Victor. (laughs) Y'all get no fucking contact. I wish for Victor Spire to be outside of earshot and then I drop down. As I see Victor Spire, Big Spire Gray Man.
1: <laughs> That's me. Uh, Virgin Gray Spire.
2: Virgin Gray Spire <laughs> versus Chad Rowan. <laughs> uh, I'm going to drop my, make my way down from the roof, and I'm going to pull up my mask and pull my hat down low as I'm coming down to where my identity is. Obscure.
1: Okay, well, give me a performance. Ooh. Now he can.
2: Yeah. That's okay.
1: Good. That's a one. So, this is a retcon. Your charisma high. My no. charisma is high. Now. Okay. This is a retcon. In episode one, you said this is my first low charisma character. I let him change it back. Yeah. I'm a vampire. Fuck you. Yeah.
2: I'm. I'm, I'm a skeever.
1: Fucking apologies to those who are hellbent on continuity, but
2: fuck you. Fuck it's you. my character. <laughs> Rowan bitch. talks good now. <laughs> it's my character, bitch. I want to be sexy.
1: I want to be hot. I want to be sexy. Uh, that's a
2: twenty-one. Twenty-one.
1: Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I. I don't think you beat that. What? A twenty-one. Wait, well, so, no. He's well, he's you're well also, away. He's yeah. well away. Never mind. You're I right. also you're also not like actively looking. So just be passive. No, I'm just walking down the street. Yeah.
2: No, I went waited for him to be far away.
1: Okay. Yeah. And I assume you follow. No. Oh. I'm going to go. Uh oh.
2: Uh oh, bro. <laughs> oh bro. All right,
1: you go to William's house.
2: It's me, Victor. I forgot to give you something.
1: Do you have the actor feet? Roll performance. <laughs>
2: oh, that's actually good. Wait, that was cock. There we go. I got the same roll on cock. It's a 19.
1: Victor, I want to go to sleep. It won't take long. I don't want to give you my damn blood. Go. But I need it. And I need air.
2: At this point I kicked. I need a sip of fucking what? And he sits up. The, the door is kicked in and Rowan in a trench coat, mask pulled up where only his eyes are visible and a hat covering every other discernible feature about him
1: fuck. Steps in. You're not Victor and he reaches towards his nightstand. I pull up
2: my crossbow and shoot him in the hand.
1: Roll an attack.
2: Oh, that's a 24 to hit. Alright. Um... And also, I'm not gonna bother rolling my damage. right is still active, so I deal radiant.
1: Oh fuck, are you trying to damage him? Okay, roll roll your damage with the radiant. You might end up one shot. <laughs> this is just the man. This is just a dude, bro.
2: That would be, uh... 11 damage.
1: Does he die? How much damage did you do? He did 11
2: radiant, bro.
1: Dude, he's a civilian. I did
4: 11 and three of it
1: was radiant. This is just a dude, bro. This is a a frail old man. This is a frail old man. He's dying anyways. God damn it. The, see Victor, I learned it from watching you. The crossbow digs into his hands and he screams can I rush and cover his mouth? Give me a what is it? A dex. It's the favor stri- check. Or a check.
2: That would be a 23.
1: You run over and cover his mouth and from the bolt in his hand while he's screaming a yellow glow emits and rides up his arm and then he, it 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 looks as if it's searing his flesh. And then as you hold your hand on his mouth, he begins to struggle less and less. And then the scream starts to slowly decrease in volume. And then he's no longer screaming and he's no longer struggling because he stops breathing.
2: At this point, I feed.
1: You feed into him. Aggressively. You start to feed into him and Whatever damage you may have taken starts to heal back up. Ooh. (laughs) Hee-hee-hee. And you start to feel younger with each meal. Give me a wisdom save.
2: Ooh, that's bad. That's a nine.
1: A nine? I have low wisdom. Low wisdom. You feed into him, and when you're done, you feel as if your appetite hasn't been filled yet. And you need more.
2: Okay, I'm going to go back to my rooftop.
1: Back to your rooftop, all right.
2: And I'm going to patrol the alleys until I find someone alone.
1: Well, there's some beggars sleeping on the street. The ones earlier that uh, Victor passed by. But you go into an alley and there's the silhouette of someone that you managed to find on their own. They're sitting against the wall, knees up, and their head resting upon them as they're trying to sleep on their own. Tired, friend? You say that, and your voice bounces off the walls and echoes from each side of the alleyway. Mm. And they start to lift their head, and they look to their left, and they look to their right, but they don't see anyone. Oh,
2: What? It's okay. And... I begin walking down the wall, cause that's a thing I can do. And all that's visible from a distance is two glowing yellow eyes. It's okay, you'll be able to rest soon. Whoa, Henry wasn't lying. And at this point, I'm going to leap onto him fucking tear into his flesh.
1: I'm not gonna have you roll for that. You jump and you feast, feel younger. And younger and you feel full at this point, but there's a strange you know it to be magical. A strange pool about west of here. I follow. You follow it and it takes you a minute, but you end up at the at the gates, the walls, bordering Mysteria. Who's there? No one no one responds and the gates are up and you just stare out to the road that leads into the swamp with the train tracks to the left of it and no one responds and you feel the pull to go into the swamp you feel the pull to go past it you feel the, the pull to go up the mountains far out to a manor
2: is this a manor I've been to before? yeah Rowan is going to kind of stop in his tracks as he realizes where he's walking towards. No, not yet. (laughs) (laughs) You'll get yours, Anthony. Don't worry, just soon. Wait your turn, you simple bitch, and there's no
1: more response.
2: At this point, Victor, not Victor, Rowan, is going to realize he's covered in blood. And on the way home, he's going to ditch his clothes in an alley.
1: All right, hold on.
2: Oh, do I have to roll? Never mind. Are you rolling to notice someone to notice I'm covered in blood?
1: I was rolling to see if there was some guard, but I got a five. Okay. So uh, there's no guard. A few
2: streets away. Can I find like a hobo fire? Like a little trash campfire?
1: You manage to find a group of homeless gathered around a a small campfire made with some sticks and leaves, and it looks like it's almost blown out. There's only a flicker of flame left. Need some kindling? All of them are asleep except for one, and uh, she looks up. Who are you?
2: Wanderer. Don't have anywhere to go.
1: Well, you wandered to the wrong place. Tell you that much.
2: What, are you going to mug me?
1: No. I'm talking about this city.
2: Oh yeah, it's a shithole.
1: Yeah. There's a plague. Troops hate us. The people hate us. People hate each other. The people hate the troops. The troops hate the people. You know, if you ask me, something bad's going to happen soon, and I I don't think you should stick around to find out
2: Thanks, friend. I'll keep that in mind. Uh, Rowan is going to uh, start bleeding from one of his eyes as I change my right to fire and take three damage and shoot a crossbow, bo- a flaming bolt into their thing to reignite it.
1: It comes back to life. Oh, shit.
2: And at that point, he's going to strip down to his draws and throw all his clothes into the fire and then disappear. Hey. Thanks! You're welcome. What was that? You do well not to wonder. There's monsters out at night.
1: Must be his first time here, and she goes back to
2: sleep. And Rowan is going to walk up the wall, slide into their window, shut it, and go to sleep on the couch. All right. Still covered in blood, but.
1: As you go to close the door or the window, um it's It's not able to close all the way. So now there's just a slight opening where you hear the uh, eerie sound of wind blowing through a tight space.
2: Okay. And um, Rowan is going to lay on the couch, tuck his weapons under that couch, and go to sleepy.
1: Sleepy time. You walk into the cathedral. Hmm. No no one's there for as much as you know. The moonlight shines through the stained glass windows.
0: So I haven't been here in a good decade. Was my uncle a priest, like a a father before this? Like when I
1: knew him? He's always been. He's always been. So I might
0: know where his office is.
1: Yeah. And it's as if you're walking through your old elementary school. Everything's a lot smaller than you remember. And you walk through down the pews and by the altar, there's a door that leads you further in where you know to be his office. And you continue down, passing by different rooms, some of which you know people to be asleep in, unknowing that you're there. And you try to tiptoe your way through. Don't want to alert anyone. Mm -hmm. And things, although it's night, things are a little more gray than you remember. Mm. And although dark, you manage to find your way to the entrance of his office. I just open the door and walk in. You open it and walk in. And Uriel, he's in there. Aside... Beside his bookcase that lines across the whole wall of one side of the room, holding a rather old book, unaware.
4: Hey, Uncle.
0: And I close the door behind me. Does the door happen to have a lock on it? Yes. I flick the lock.
4: Isn't it past curfew, Victor?
0: I guess it is, but I have a PI license. Curfew don't mean much.
1: He closes the book. I've missed you. Hmm.
0: Funny, because you never visited. I've been home for almost two years now.
1: Hmm. Well, I never felt like you wanted me to.
4: You're right, I didn't. Guess that's that. Parental instinct.
0: Say, when's the last time you saw your sister?
4: I saw her yesterday. Hmm.
0: So you do visit her? Do you? Every chance I get. More than I can say for my brother. Hmm.
1: She talks about Rowan a lot.
0: Yeah. Yeah, she sure does.
4: Speaking of Rowan, that's why I'm here. Do you know? Yeah, I fucking know. I see that anger.
1: And if you want to put the blame on me, then do it.
4: Oh, I do.
0: And as much... Rage, as I have for it, I need something out of you.
1: Hmm. More favors? No.
0: I need information.
1: Well, I have a plethora of information. And since you are my nephew, I might help.
0: You sent Rowan on that job. Now, I don't know all the details. He doesn't much like to talk about it. But allow me to make myself perfectly clear. And Victor drops his doctor bag and pulls out his gun. And, uh, shoots Uriel in the knee. (laughs) Fuck.
2: Roll attack. Don't miss, don't miss, don't miss.
4: Did he miss fire? Did he miss fire? (laughs) Oh my god. (laughs) What the fuck?
0: (laughs) This
3: is where uh, Liam has
0: to roll a new character? Victor points his gun at Uriel's leg and pulls the trigger only for it to
1: Click, click, click. Motherfucker! Give me a wisdom save. No, you know I'm not good at those! <laughs> see, it's like jerking never Seventeen? Yeah, can... By the time you realize your gun didn't go off, you see his eyes glow, and you make the mistake of looking into them and you can't seem to move. Victor, what you just did disappoints me. But you know, all can be forgiven in the eyes of Thatra. You're going to do me a favor. You're going to go to Loretta and you're going to bring her to me. And then from there, you're going to trust the process Do you understand, boy? Uh, is this? He's geosing you.
2: Are you fucking with me? And I failed. Play it, coward. Play it, coward.
0: Oh, no, I. I.
1: I promise you, if you value your life, you're going to do those things.
0: Victor's. Uh, he just is like lightly shaking and his eyes are closed as he grits his teeth and clearly struggling before he goes limp he caresses your
1: face Batra can forgive you
0: yes father Uriel
1: and he leans in and kisses you on the forehead big things are soon to come now Victor You can go back, and you can sleep the night away, and you will not mention any of this to Rowan.
0: Yes, Father Yuri.
1: And he smiles. Perhaps Thatcher brought you here for a reason. And he lets go of you.
4: Now run along,
1: child.
0: I'm guessing I have to do what he says. Okay. So Victor walks to the door and he opens it and he begins to walk out before he starts to struggle and kind of shake and he turns back. He just looks Father Yuri in the eyes. Thratra won't save you. And Victor slams the door shut.
1: Oh man, I'm trying to determine whether or not that does it.
0: Let me take damage, baby. You're not take tr-
2: damage. You're
1: not trusting the process. I'm, okay, maybe I'm not. You say that and you slam the door. That's 1d10. And then you Not hold on with it. And a pierce. Where the fuck are they? Oh, that's that's enough to kill him. Oh. It's 5d10, psychic.
2: Uh, rest in peace. Okay, What's here? your HP?
1: What's your age? I'm not telling you.
2: No, roll. Roll. Roll those goddamn dice. Hunter. A roll the fucking dice, Hunter. God. This is all out of love, by the way, audience. This is just how we talk to Hunter sometimes. Goddamn, that's good. Okay. Oh, fuck. If it's above like 40, you die, right, Liam? Oh, it's not
1: above 40, by the way. You take a pierce shoots through your head. He fudged those
2: rolls. I can tell in his eyes. You take
1: 29 psychic. No, I didn't. (laughs) 29? Yeah. Victor lets out a...
0: "Ah!" And then he falls over. I am unconscious.
1: The last thing you see, you fall over, and you're shaking violently. Shaking, throwing up, passing out. (laughs) Shitting and coming. Shitting and coming. And... One by one, the doors down the hallway begin to open and one by one priests come out one from each door and they surround you and then all fades to black you don't have to make any death saves because the night passes and you wake up right where you live. <laughs> Back home. So I'm back
0: home.
2: Morning, Victor. Uh, Rowan, by the way, is covered from head to toe uh, in blood. uh, And he's just like sitting there drinking coffee, uh, naked and covered in blood.
0: Victor, as soon as he wakes up, grabs his gun and is pointing
2: it around the room frantically. I'm sorry I didn't offer you a cup, brother. (sighs) Put that thing away before I cut your arm off.
0: And he drops the gun.
2: You seem to have quite a night. Found you on the doorstep and brought you in. What the hell? You got drinking without me, asshole?
0: No, I... I went to...
2: I went to... Brothel? I... (laughs) Alright, are we playing charades? Is that a loophole? I mean, I'm don't insight. tell Rowan where the instructions.
1: Is that not the same though? No,
2: it's not because Rowan's figuring it out. He's just moving his body.
1: Roll performance. Fourteen. Fourteen. I'm good high, at that. I have
2: high intelligence. I can probably figure it out. I was
1: gonna say roll insight.
2: Can I, can I use intelligence as the modifier? No. Why?
1: Because insight's wisdom, and the only there's only like a couple skills I see where you can interchange it. But I feel like insights the one of the one of those ones because at that point it would just be investigation. I feel like, like, can I investigate this dude's face to see if he's lying?
2: Well, that's fine. That's a, that's a seventeen rolled an eighteen. Look, did what I get a, a long rest? By the way,
1: you both got long rests. Cool. However, Victor, I'm gonna say this. Um... You get up. Rowan, you notice this. There's blood leaking out of his ear.
2: What happened to your ear. I... <laughs> uh, well, what and happened with the charades? And he begins
1: to do charades. And I really wish I could just say, just act it out. But also, it's an audio podcast. He puts his fingers together to
0: make a cross. And then he does the little talking cross. thing with his
1: hand.
2: Okay, church. Talk. Uh,
1: wait, um, hold on. Cross? Did we just...
2: <laughs> Did we just confirm the existence I of feel Christianity? Like, I feel like <laughs> one of the god symbols would be a cross If you want we can retcon it to a wheel cause I that's can, I make a circle. Circle Moon. Pie. Wheel Okay church Yes. Church <clears throat> Yes
0: Um, He points to himself he points it. I point to myself I point to Rowan and then I make like this finger adjustment and I like I, I point one finger at me, one finger at Rowan, and then I move up, together, up, and then both of them to the side. Family tree. Yes! Uncle? Yes! So you went to church, you saw Uncle. And then he makes a little talking you hand. You talk to him? Um... And then he puts his hands together like
2: they're handcuffed. Handcuffs? Mm. He grabbed you. Mm-mm. Uh, you grabbed him. <laughs> talk. <laughs> he ensnared you. Mm-hmm. Brainwashed. Yes. Does this... Keep your mouth shut.
4: <laughs>
2: <laughs> I'll fucking do it again. Yeah, bro. Fucking I'll do fucking it again. do it again. <laughs> okay. Okay. So you went to church. You went to talk to Father Ural, and he brainwashed you. I'm gonna roll. Oh, you're gonna roll Did to you see believe, if I believe me? him. I rolled high on intelligence, so I'm gonna say I believe you. Odd. Why would he do that? Is there something you're hiding from me? Are you are you in character clutching your side like you are in person? Yeah. Let me see your gun. I see evidence of a shot being fired recently, right? Like it's jammed still. Yeah, the the bullet. You you see it's jammed. So we're murdering family members now. Victor Grayspire. You put that one together quick. I had my suspicions. It's rather odd when my brother leaves. Very quickly. Putting down everything but his gun. I took my doctor bag. You always take your doctor bag. Did I come back with it? You dropped it, technically. Um, You have your doctor
1: bag with you. You
2: take that anyway, You're pre- any time you're pretending to go do something nefarious.
1: Yeah, I want to roll... Does does Rowan see the stake, in bedroll? Oh, fuck!
2: I can. Can I roll? I, per, it's in can my I roll, coat. Can I? Oh, he opened his coat. I would. Do I need to roll to see it?
1: Yeah, roll. Uh, investigation. That's, that's sixteen. A sixteen. Oh,
2: investigation! Oh, that's way fucking high. That's a twenty-one.
1: When you see him move his coat, you see now that there's a stake in it. You motherfucker. What? And I look down
0: and notice it's visible and I cover up my coat again.
2: What? First you kill uncle, then you kill me? Who's next, mother? No. What, are you going to track dad's bitch ass down? Should I tell Deborah not to come in today because we're both going to be dead or in prison? It was a safety precaution. For what? For if you go crazy and try to eat me. I wouldn't eat you. You're perfectly healthy. What the fuck does that mean? means I'm not gonna go around eating normal people. And what's your definition of normal? On two feet, alive. So
0: what, now it's okay to just go around and eat people who are half dead? You did say that was fine. I'm gonna roll, insight?
2: No, Rowan is sitting there, fangs showing, face covered in blood. I'm gonna roll with advantage then. Yes. I don't. I don't even think you need to roll. I think it's fairly obvious. It's a dirty twenty. I got hungry. Long you nights, son while, of a bitch. Not long nights while my brother goes murdering my uncle. Uh, Victor runs out of the apartment.
1: I have his uh, gun and begins sprinting towards Williams. All right, you make your way down the streets. There's a lot of people in the street right now, trying to walk to different places. You push them all aside. Everyone's campaign getting... fucking ends. Everyone <laughs> gives you really weird looks. <laughs> yeah. And you make your way to William's house. What do you do?
2: The door. I... I kicked the door in.
1: The, yeah. Okay. I forgot about that. The door is clearly kicked in. In fact, I'm going to say it's off its hinges. It was so fucking old. It's on the ground and you walk in and you examine the room. And as you go from right to left, you see the blood on the walls splattered. There's a bolt on the ground, which is firmly attached to a body that's half on the bed, half drooping. And... Fucking Christ. William, still with his breathalyzer on, is dead. And like half... And there's chunks of him missing
0: fucking christ
1: I just walk over and I kinda
0: like pick up William's body and I just kinda set it in my lap I'm sorry I'm sorry
2: he didn't suffer
0: yeah everywhere I go I keep trying to help people and I don't do anything but
2: fuck things up seems like there's two monsters in our family
0: Fuck. And I lay William's body down, and I pick up the stake, and I toss it on the ground.
2: Good. I didn't want to kill you, too. You
0: won't have to. No, will you get the chance? Oh, really? Keep the fucking gun. And Victor walks out and begins walking to the train station.
2: We're not done with this conversation, Victor. We absolutely are. So what, you're just going to go go back to your stupid foreign country? I don't know where
0: the fuck I'm going, but far, far away from you in this hellhole oh, of a city.
3: Oh, really?
2: If I have it my way, I will never see you again. If I have it my way, that might be very well arranged. And he's going to flip the dagger of venom out. And what, you going to kill me? I'm considering it. It's on my list. You don't have your gun anymore, Victor. What are you going to do?
4: Hmm.
0: That's a good question. Rowan Um, fucking kills Victor.
2: Rowan very well
0: might. (laughs) So I believe the last thing you said was, you don't have your gun, what are you going to do? Yeah, and Rowan is armed. Aren't you a Um, fucking... Oh yeah, wait. Victor looks at Rowan, extends his arm out, and looks him in the eye and goes, hey, guess what? And a small Derringer pistol flings you have a from second his gun? wrist.
4: He has another
2: gun. And I he didn't looks even know him that. in the eye and
0: goes, two guns, bitch." And magic I'm,
2: stone?
1: Uh No, bro. Catapult.
2: What the fuck? Oh shit! Um, That's dope.
1: Yeah, you should fling a silver pellet into his nutsack. You need to make a
2: dexterity saving. Fire. Oh, I'm really good at those. Fuck you. That's a paltry twenty-five. 25 herald and 19 Dude, i have a plus six he's been six. rolling
1: fucking crazy this entire campaign i'm glad actually fuck you fuck you fuck you fuck me there hasn't been one initiative except i think for these uh combat in the last session at the beginning that you haven't rolled a natural 20 on we've only had three combats <laughs> exactly <laughs> But it's just weird that you did it two fucking times.
0: So, congratulations. According to the rules of Catapult, uh, you stopped the bullet with your body. So, you still take <laughs> full damage. <laughs> as long as it hits you, that's just to see if it goes through you to hit the else. Did you roll the hit? Huh?
2: Did you roll the hit?
0: You don't have to roll the hit with a catapult.
2: In fact, since it's a gun, you should. Well, it's just flavor. It's just flavor. <laughs> Let me read Catapult. I don't Go believe you in the slightest. Read it. You have to make a dexterity saving
0: throw. He's reading intently. On a failed save, the object stops moving. I didn't fail!
2: I to 25! I know. Or on when a... the object strikes something, which would be a failed dex save, because it says, on a failed save, the object strikes the target. Oh. Um, so you didn't hit me. Okay. Yeah, no, I shoot, uh, I shoot wide. You can't even shoot with that one, either. Um, I'm gonna need a strength save from you.
0: <sighs> so right. much for the DiCaprio move. Yeah, no, that wasn't DiCaprio who did that, by the way. That was Christopher Waltz. Oh fuck, that's to right. Two DiCaprio. DiCaprio is in that scene, <laughs> and then he
2: gets fucking murdered.
0: That is a four. You failed. I
2: rolled a six, by the way. You um, so you are frozen, kind sir. Your speed is reduced to zero, and you cannot take actions for one minute. Okay. Well, you can't take reactions. I apologize, I misspoke. But you cannot move. You can still speak, though. So what?
0: Your plan is to keep me here with your little magic tricks? It's not magic. It's a gift.
2: I failed to realize that until now. But looking at you, the oh so intelligent Victor Grayspire, the prodigal son who got to get out of the gr- gross city of Mysteria, I realize in this moment that no matter what you do, I'll still win. While you went soft, in your luxurious doctor school, I had to fight to stay alive. I had to fight wolves, and goblins, and skeletons,
4: and a fucking vampire, and I'm still here. Are you? Yeah, I am. And um, at that point, my, my
2: weapons all light up. With radiant damag. Now you can drop this holier-than-thou whole righteous indignation thing and we can move on. You wronged me, I wronged you. And in what way did I wrong you? Attempted to kill the only person I have in this life. I attempted to kill the person that made you what you are. And what, what? is that?
0: You're a fucking monster, Rowan. You've become the very thing you fucking hunted.
3: Really? In what way? You feed
2: on innocent people. William wasn't the first and he won't be the last. Just let me leave. Why? So you can pick up a posse and hunt me down? Well, I can go somewhere and forget about this entire city. You
4: won't. It'll haunt you until the day you die. Which without me will be very soon. Maybe you're right. I don't think I can escape this place. Oh <laughs> fuck oh, me! Oh my <laughs> god! No. Oh my god. That
0: automatically hits. You
1: can't! Fuck. You, YOU CAN'T, can't DO, do it. it. YOU CAN'T ph YOURSELF! NO! For-
0: for audience's pleasure. No, no,
1: no, no, no! <laughs> no, for, fuck you! No. For the audience's pleasure, what he just did was he mimicked doing the fucking Christopher Waltz hidden gun <laughs> into his hand and then putting it in his goddamn mouth. <laughs> so and now who, I gotta
2: put a fucking disclaimer in the beginning! You, you
1: Fucking trigger
3: warning! <laughs>
2: There used to be a lot of trigger warnings for this episode. Yeah, Yeah. no,
3: there's so much.
2: (laughs) Fucking cannibalism. (laughs) Cannibalism. Murder. murder, Religious. uh, Religious religious manipulation. Uh, Dementia. uh, Male
1: manipulation. manipulation. (laughs) (laughs) Suicide.
3: (laughs) Suicide.
1: (laughs) Oh, God. Can I roll my damage now? Yes, roll your fucking damage with your auto crits. Did you say it auto crits? (laughs) Well, if we're... Yeah, it definitely auto crits. He shot it into
2: his face. Hold up,
1: what gun? Did you just catapult? Yeah, it's a catapult. It's a spell, technically. Okay, I'm going to count that as not auto critting. Okay. Because it's small. I don't feel like it's as strong. If it was your normal pistol, then yes, absolutely. But that's more of a spell than it is putting a fucking... So this isn't going to kill me from the damage I've already rolled,
0: by the way.
2: Do you want Victor to die in this moment? I mean, he's putting a fucking gun
0: in
1: his mouth. You should just let him die. Okay, we're gonna... D4 of retcon, decision. Retcon that fucking damage roll, right? We're gonna do a D4 of decision making. Do it making. in the Tower of Doom. Right hair. Hair? And Sorry, put, that's put a Texan to in me. Put it up to the mic. Texan, fuck. No. I... I dog stuff. We live in <laughs> Texas. <laughs> we live in one of the million fucking... Shit hole Look, that's towns. nothing,
0: dude. People say they live in the UK, okay, and you can't figure out where that is. We we're bigger than the UK. I
1: don't know, the UK. There's like five people there, right? Okay, so how this is gonna work? evens
2: I think there should be like one. He doesn't die. Yeah. Oh. Okay. So pick a number. That's what he doesn't I'll roll die a on. Random number right now, and then that's the number he that's doesn't the die on.
1: Where he doesn't die. So there's a one in four chance. Okay, so a four. You don't die. You're going to want to get a four if you don't want to die. No, 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 no. No, he's rolling. rolling I'm rolling, and I will tell you what the fuck happens. and No peeking. peeking. Okay.
4: No peeking. No peeking. No peeking. No peeking. No peeking. peeking.
1: All right, I'm going to put it up to the mic. You're going to hear it
4: clatter. You're going to hear it clatter. Campaign's over. Campaign over. <laughs> your silence okay. speaks wonders. So
1: using your one action you get I wanna say from Rowan's perspective, you see him pull out the gun. Okay. And then as if time's moving slow, he puts it up to his mouth. And before you're able to do anything, if you do anything,
2: Rowan. You watches. see. Actually he licks his fang.
4: You see... that is disgusting. You see a hole come out the top of his head and his arm falls and Victor
1: falls and your brother is now dead.
2: Rowan's actions are First, his eyes light up.
4: Do it.
3: I am very hungry. Yeah,
2: you are. And I'm going to devour Victor Grace.
1: And you eat the body of your brother. I've not done it. Okay. Going to the asylum. You walk through the town with blood dripping from your face onto your clothes, also stained. Everyone looks at you scared, some guards wielding, some with spears, some with swords, which they draw, start to walk over, but you look at them and give them
2: Uh. that maniacal smile. They start to back away. That's what I thought. Your face looks much better attached to your body. And they
1: run off. And you make your way through the town to the asylum. And you enter into the rusty old gate.
2: There's like people in there now, right?
1: Yeah. So you come in and there's a person at the front desk who just looks like an old lady. I
2: take Victor's gun. (laughs)
1: You pull an American psycho and you just fucking blow her brains out. And. I'm going to
2: kill everyone in the asylum.
1: In the history books of Mysteria for the coming days, there's now what is known as the Asylum Massacre, where one Roman Grey Spire, after becoming plagued and cursed with madness, at least as far as they know. Killed his brother and then proceeded to kill upwards of almost a hundred people. And since that day, all the bodies had been identified. But the one question left in the history
2: books was that of his mother, left untouched. No, she wasn't untouched. Huh? There are now a bouquet of white roses left in her room that every time they start to wilt, get changed. In.
1: And each time, he looks at the flowers.
4: Oh,
2: thank you, Victor. And after my deed is done, I begin trekking past the city, through the swamps, over the mountains, into the manor of Count Ant.
1: You find it rather easy. It's been a while since you last were, but you need not even a map this time as you feel a pull into the manor as if it were your home, and you walk in and you're met with this great lobby with two giant stairs leading upwards and upwards and upwards multiple flights of stairs and you ascend up the stairs and you enter into a hallway that extends for what feels like infinity and as far as you can see it is met with you cannot see the end of it you can only see the. No- fog but you continue down it as you did once before and you see there are new trophies on display in fact you get a little chuckle you see a glass container that contains a symbol a wheel
2: (laughs) i love what you've done with the place anthony
1: behind you stands sir anthony who appears almost taller, but also paler, Roman? I've been expecting you.
2: Did I keep you waiting, love? But just a little bit.
1: And his hand rises, and then he closes it into a fist, and you feel—you feel as if your blood is drawn towards him, and. He grabs your cheeks and squishes them to open your mouth. You see,
2: you found the truth. I don't know what I made such a big deal about monsters for. I'm quite fond of us. And then he lets go. We're gonna destroy that city. And don't be rash.
1: It's not a matter of destruction. It's a matter of teaching. People out there, they're not like you and I. They live such simple lives.
2: They don't understand the grand machinations of this world.
1: Exactly. We'll protect this city, but it will cost the lives of those behind those walls.
2: So be it, Master. Yeah. Master. And uh, I think that's a wrap on the Grayspire brothers, at least in the ways we control them. What the fuck? (laughs) (laughs) Campaign's over. Campaign's over.
0: Hi, thank you for listening to our podcast. We hope you enjoyed and tune in again for next episode. Episodes should be released every other week. You can find updates and other fun posts on our social media. This episode was brought to you by our Dungeon Master slash Director Roy Spears, Jarrett Carbone, Peyton Fortner, and me, Liam Smith. Special shout out to Sarah Kirkley once again for her wonderful art. The music in today's episode was taken from TabletopAudio.com and composed by our very own Peyton Fortner. Thank you for the absolute bangers, guys. Thank you yet again for listening, and tune in next time for more dice-rolling shenanigans.
3: The national anthem. Doing
4: your
3: mom, doing your doing your
4: mom, doing your mom, doing your mom,
0: doing your mom, doing your mom, doing your
3: mom, doing your mom, doing your mom, doing your mom, doing your doing your mom, 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 doing your doing your mom,
4: doing your mom, doing your doing your mom your
2: mom doin' doing your mom <laughs> Wait, there's
1: lyrics? Wait. <laughs> I hate <that> there's
2: lyrics. <laughs> this is Ray William Johnson
1: doing your mom. I hope his it's musical career is mom. doing
2: good. It's over. He Fatty Spins broke up like 12 years ago.
4: What? <laughs> no! No! <laughs>